Welcome and thanks for tuning in to Real People, Real Talk. Relevant conversations that take you from surviving to thriving. This is the podcast that goes there. My name is Paul Calco and I'm your host. Now let's talk. Hello, Thriver, and thank you so much for tuning in today. Here's why you should listen. As you know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So I'm bringing you yet another episode about thriving mentally and emotionally. Specifically, I want to talk about avoiding burnout. But before we get to the content at hand, I just want to announce that this is Real People Real Talk's second year anniversary or podversary, if you will. And I want to pause and say that I really appreciate you for listening and just for rocking with this podcast. At the time of this recording, we are quickly approaching 30,000 downloads and we have downloads in 87 countries thus far. And to God be the glory and I appreciate your support. Now, if this podcast has added value to your life, would you consider supporting us? Share this podcast with a friend and you can invite them to take a listen or another way you can support us is by supporting us financially. There's a link in the show notes where you can become a monthly supporter of any amount as every dollar counts. Or if you want to do just a one time donation, our podcast ministry cash app is the dollar sign. Real people, real talk. Thank you in advance. But now let's talk about avoiding burnout. WebMD defines burnout as a form of exhaustion that's caused by constantly feeling swamped. Mm. It's a result of excessive and prolonged emotional, physical, and mental stress. Now, in many cases, burnout is related to one's job. Burnout happens when you're overwhelmed, when you're emotionally drained, and you're unable to keep up with life's demands. So marinate on that. Now, fellow podcaster and pastor Carrie Newhoff provides a few questions that we can ask ourselves to see if we are headed towards burnout. And here they are. Number one, has your productivity faded? In other words, things that used to take you 10 minutes now take you 30 minutes to do. Are you self-medicating? In other words, overeating, overworking, drinking in excess. Does sleep no longer refuel you? Are you experiencing spiritual dryness? Are you stressed out? Are you depressed? And if you answered yes to several of these questions, you may be burnt out. And being burnt out is a very dangerous place to be, my friend. So it's time to take action. Just to be clear, this is not professional advice. I'm simply sharing with you what I've learned from my research, and I'm simply sharing with you what has worked for me. And I pray that this content will help you on your mental and emotional health journey. Now, let's begin with scripture. Of course, every episode at Real People Real Talk, we got to point you to God's word. Matthew chapter 22, verses 34 through 40. But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together and one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him. He said, teacher, which is the great commandment? And Jesus responded, said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. And on these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. And you may be saying, what does this passage of scripture have to do with self-care or, or mental health or avoiding burnout? 
That's a good question. So when you look at verse 39, once again, it says, and the second is like this, you should love your neighbor as yourself. And then zoom in even closer on that phrase as yourself. Now, this is not a third commandment, of course, but rather this is a reminder that we should love ourselves. Of course, we shouldn't go overboard with self-love and, and be selfish. In other words, we shouldn't only care about our needs, our wants, our concerns, uh, but we must take care of ourselves so we can be at our best so we can love God, we can love his people, and we can walk in purpose and answer God's call on our life with boldness, with confidence, and with energy. Now, self-care that is motivated from a desire to, to serve God and to serve his people at the highest level is good. So I just want to give like a, a basis, a spiritual basis for self-care as long as it's coming from a healthy place of self-care. All right. So I want to talk a little bit about what causes burnout. Now, here are some common causes of burnout. A lack of adequate social support. I'm taking on more than one can handle at work, at school or interpersonally with family and friends and poor self-care. Now, I was reading an article on Midwestern.edu and it gave some signs of burnout. So listen to this. Here are some signs of burnout that's manifested in three different categories. Physically, so low energy, feeling tired, easily fatigued much of the time, um, frequent illnesses or frequent headaches or frequent just pains and muscle aches and even a change in appetite or sleep habits. Now, moving on to emotionally, maybe there's chronic feelings of self-doubt. Um, a sense of failure, a loss of motivation, decreased satisfaction, feeling defeated and alone in this world, feeling cynical and bitter about life. Now, moving on to behavioral signs, um, substance abuse, substance dependency, being irritable around others, isolating yourself, withdrawing from responsibilities and putting off getting things done. These are some potential signs of burnout physically emotionally and behaviorally. So that is what burnout is and some of the causes of it and the signs of it. Now, I just want to provide some practical tips for avoiding and coping with burnout. So here's the overarching theme and point of this entire episode. As we're talking about your mental and emotional health, you need to develop a self care plan. You may say, Paul, I don't have time to do that. I'm too busy. All the more of the reason that you need to develop a self-care plan. And once again, when I say self-care, I'm not talking about, you know, the manicures, the pedicures and all those things that could be a part of it. I'm talking about the things that's going to restore you. And all of that begins with Jesus. But I don't want to get ahead of myself. I'm going to talk about connecting with God. But first and foremost, you need to develop a self-care plan. And this plan needs to incorporate activities that will foster your physical, your mental, your emotional, your social and spiritual health. So now I'm going to give you some examples in each category. Number one, in your physical health, you need it's nothing new under the sun. You need to exercise. So for me, as you as you know, I aim to play basketball weekly. I'm now incorporating um, lifting weights three or four times a week. I'm doing cardio on this bike uh, that I just bought. And side note here, I bought a bike. 
because I love to I love to watch TV, love to watch basketball. So I'm like, while I'm sitting here on the couch, I could be getting some exercise riding the bike. So it's kind of combining two different things where it's almost like I'm not I don't feel like I'm working out because my mind is being entertained by the TV. But that's not the story for another day. The point is you need to exercise. I think it's better if you will find a sport or a physical activity that you enjoy. For example, I really look forward to playing basketball and playing full court basketball. I burn a lot of calories and I look forward to that more than I do, you know, going to lift weights or to walk on a treadmill. So the, so I said all that to say this, find an activity that you enjoy and it gets your heart rate up. All right. Um, eat healthy or at least eat healthier, more vegetables, more fruit. Also with physical self-care. As you can see, these things are going to be interconnected, interrelated. Um, have some margin in your schedule. There should be some white space on your calendar. Don't overexert yourself. Don't do too much. Don't put too much on your plate. Take an honest look at your schedule. What are some things that you can and you need to take off of your plate? I know everybody's situation is different, but I still want to challenge you. What are some things that you can delegate? You don't have to do it all by yourself, fam. You're not Superman. You're not superwoman. Only God is God. And don't try to do everything and be everything to everyone. That is a quick recipe for disaster and burnout. Now, take a look at Jesus's pace in the ministry. Jesus was never in a hurry. He was never rushed, but yet he accomplished so much. Physical self-care also includes getting rest. Rest meaning to cease from work, to cease from movement in order to to relax, to refresh yourself, to recover strength. And the rest can look like, especially at work, like take your lunch breaks, use all of your vacation. Um, I have a rule. I don't leave any vacation days on the table. I love my job. I love what I do. I feel like I'm, I'm blessed and privileged to do ministry um, here in Houston at Champion Forest Baptist Church. But at the end of the day, I'm not leaving any vacation days on the table. So rest because rest restores. Actually, rest is an act of humility where we relinquish control and we, we remind ourselves that God doesn't actually need us. <laughs> All right. So I'm learning to, to sleep more. I used to stay up late, but I'm like I said, I'm learning to sleep more. I'm learning to rest more. And sometimes I get to the end of the day and I maybe didn't finish my to do list. I maybe didn't get everything done that I wanted to do. But once again, rest is a sign of trust and humility. So I'm like, God, I did the best that I could do with this day. I'm going to bed. All right. We are living in a very fast paced society that is saturated, maybe even oversaturated with this idea of hustle, hustle, hustle. Nothing is wrong with working hard, but there are a lot of things wrong with overworking yourselves. Matter of fact, if you talk to any of your friends or you have a conversation with coworkers, you can ask them how have they been doing, what they've been up to. A lot of people will respond with, I've been busy. That's such a common response. And sometimes you've heard this before, but we can wear business as a badge of honor. And we often brag about lack of sleep, but that is not healthy. If we're not careful, we can skip rest and we can end up being down, depleted and burnt out. So quick recap in the first point, physical self-care, exercise, get moving. I eat healthier, more fruits, more veggies, grill some stuff instead of frying some stuff. All right. And to get your rest. 
Now, moving on to mental and emotional self-care. Once again, these are some things that I got from my research and got from some things that personally work for me. I want you to dig in and find the things that work for you. But mental and emotional self-care. Learn to say no. There's incredible value in learning to say no to the wrong things so you can truly say yes to the right things. Oftentimes, if you want to be honest here, this is real, real talk. Let's keep it real. Oftentimes we say yes out of default just to please others or fear what we may um, be missing out on. But there's nothing worse than regretting something that you agreed to. So listen, you don't have to say yes to everything. You don't have to accept every single invitation. Learning to say no will prevent you from an overcrowded and stressful schedule, which contributes to burnout. It was Dr. Caroline Lee that said we need to let go of the idea that exhaustion is required for success and overextending yourself demonstrates that you care. That's good right there. So what this looks like in my life, um, saying no, and also just this, this habit of rest. Once again, you see where it's all interconnected. Friday is kind of like my Sabbath, a day that um, is, is my off day. Um, it's my day to rest. That's also um, the day that I get my haircut. And every time I get my haircut, my barber will ask me the question, hey, what do you have planned for today? And I will always say nothing really. And that's intentional. So on my Fridays, here are some of the things that, that I try to do. I sleep in. I eat lunch in my favorite spot, get my hair cut. I often take a nap. Um, I try to walk in the park, get some type of exercise. And by walking in the park as opposed to um, weight training or whatever, but this is just to get some sunlight, to get some fresh air. And usually on Fridays, I try to walk in the park without my headphones. So just to get like some a mental debrief and some mental clarity as I'm just walking along. All right. I'm set boundaries. Protect your peace. And there's there's nothing wrong with working hard and being excellent and faithful in your calling. But we need to build in times of rest and learn to say no. Um, Also, under mental and emotional health, a thing that I love to talk about, be intentional with your joy. Or another way of saying this is to plan your joy. So for me, that's playing basketball, that's watching basketball, that's going downtown to explore Houston or a day trip to the beach. Um, our closest one here is Gaveston. Uh, for my wife and I, we have coming up in the summer is our annual road trip. Um, that's my wife is a teacher, so I save the bulk of my vacation days to the summer so we can hang out and we can rest and we can explore and take a road trip and travel. Now, let me point it to you. What are those activities that energizes you, that makes you smile? Whatever those activities are, put those things on the calendar. Moving on to social self-care. Spend time with people that fill your cup. And limit the time that you spend with people that drain you. Once again, we're talking about setting personal boundaries and protecting your peace. Especially you got to be careful of these one-sided relationships These one sided friendships where you give, give, give and all they do is take, take, take. And I'm a firm believer there needs to be reciprocity in order for there to be a relationship. There be there should be giving and taking on both sides. But that's another episode for another day. So with social self-care, I make sure that I have date nights with my wife. We go on double dates with other couples at the churches to to connect and to have fun with other people. Of course, going to church. 
worshiping with others, um, life group, a small knit community and Bible study where not only do you study the Bible, but you pray with one another, you pray for one another. You talk about life and marriage and, and parents and just having that community. Other acts of social self-care that I do, I make sure that I FaceTime my parents often and FaceTime my, my sister um, so I can see my cute baby nephew. And so spend time and connect with people that fill your cup. We need community because this life is not meant to be lived alone. We need healthy friendships. All right. So we talked about physical self-care. We talked about your mental and emotional self-care. Then we talked about your social self-care. And now I want to talk about your spiritual self-care. In a previous point, I already talked about church. And so now I want to encourage you to connect with God through prayer and Bible study. I've done complete episodes on these topics. And I'm going to leave those links in the show notes so you can check them out. So I'll be brief here, but make time in your schedule to connect with God on a daily basis. Let me say that one more time, just in case you didn't hear me. Make Time. It's not about having time. It's about making time. Make time in your schedule to connect with God on a daily basis. In other words, as I'm talking about developing a self-care plan and doing fun things and and traveling and getting your rest. But the root of self-care, the root of soul care begins and ends with Jesus Christ, who's the author and the finisher of our Faith. If you do all these other things, you won't be holistically healthy. But if you start with Jesus, you'll be holistically healthy. So prayer, which is talking to God, just as some people believe that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. I firmly believe and I know that prayer is the most important conversation that you can have throughout your day. It deepens your connection and your relationship with the Lord. Prayer is this opportunity where we talk to God. We pour out our hearts to him and we carry our burdens to him. Prayer is the time that we connect with God. As the Bible says in John 15 and five, apart from me, you can do nothing. Uh Oh, maybe that's why you burnt out because you're trying to do everything in your own strength. You need to rely on the Lord. You need to rely on the Holy Spirit. You need to connect to him. In prayer and also in Bible study, God's word, as we soak ourselves in God's word, our faith grows. Read God's word because reading God's word is essential to your spiritual health and your spiritual self-care. So there are other ways that you can digest the Bible besides reading it. You can hear it. And what that means is listening to sermons or listening to the, the Bible app where people read scripture to you. Um, study it. Get your commentary, a Bible dictionary, so you can dig deep into the context and see what is really trying to be conveyed in that passage. And of course, memorize it, meditate and obey it. But once again, connect with God, spend some time with him where your soul and spirit and mind and body can be refreshed through prayer and studying God's word. So you may be in school or you may not be in school, but I'm giving you homework today. All right. I want you to take some time to pray and to reflect and then to develop a holistic self-care plan and be sure to include activities that will foster your physical health and your physical well-being, and also the well-being and health mentally, emotionally, socially, and spiritually. So May is Mental Health 
Awareness Month. And I want you to avoid burnout. I want you to to develop a self-care plan. And lastly, if you have tried all of these things and nothing seemed like it's working, I want you to consider professional help. It's okay not to be okay, but it's not okay not to get help. But until next time, I want you to be all that God has called you to be.